So we are here now with Dr. Alberto Espe, who's professor of neurology at the University of Cincinnati, and he is the chair of the technology task force at the MDS. And definitely we want to talk to you about technology. So thank you for being with us today. Technology is more and more present in our life, uh, in, in our general life, in our professional life, in research, in clinical practice. What is going on with technology movement disorders? Uh, what has been discussed during this conference and what you want to share with our listeners? Thank you, Michele. I'm delighted uh, to be here with you. I'm just thrilled about the podcast uh, as an enterprise, and you and Sarah have done a wonderful job with this. The current iteration of the task force is uh, now the culmination of uh, a few years' worth of uh, reconfiguring the overall approach to technology as it relates to how it can be used initially for research purposes, but also with the idea long-term of being incorporated into clinical practice. The foundation of our task force was uh, made on the premise that because of the advances in technology, we have been in many ways inundated by a variety of gadgets and uh, digital measures each of which are claiming to do something unique. In reality, there's a lot of redundancy. The usual model is one where a company develops a product and then that product is uh, filtered into one of us and then we try to figure what kind of a use we can apply to that particular product. What we decided to do and what was really inspiring us to get into this field was to reverse that order of development rather than trying to figure out how to play with a toy that we are given by uh, technology developers, uh, how about we first understand what is it that we need, what do our patients require for the knowledge that they themselves need as well as the knowledge we need to help them uh, be in a better position before we then uh, ask our colleagues in the industry to help us get there. So in other words, it is not about what's available and how we can use it, but rather what we need and how we can then uh, shift the direction, the development technologically of uh, the infrastructure, both the devices and the algorithms that will allow us to fulfill our goals. And toward that end, uh, we have uh, now created uh, a framework that uh, will serve as a template for a variety of different uh, efforts aiming at the integration of technology into research. The uh, first of the two major goals is uh, going to be the development of an electronic diary with a tracker system. So in other words, the 20-year-old uh, diary that was based on paper, and there are a variety of them, uh, perhaps the best known is the Hauser diary, has probably ended its uh, value in terms of what we want to do next. And the opportunity of, of uh, improving our understanding of fluctuations through a diary that allows a patient-centric uh, viewpoint to be materialized, so for instance, off and on, are artificial states that we've asked our patients to understand. We explain to a patient what an off means, what an on means, right? They need to sort of 
understand what that is, and then they pigeonhole themselves into either one of these categories as if life were dichotomous for them. We, of course, know that patients don't have to be in either state and that they either feel well, feel bad, or in between. Well, technology would allow us to have that kind of a more intuitive diary uh, that can be, of course, uh, developed with technologies that we all use, uh, either a watch or a phone, or both, in fact, and then use the properties of these uh, devices, uh, particularly accelerometers, to include then a component that will be uh, uh, based on sensors that track the kind of data on movements or otherwise that would be interested in built into this an artificial intelligence system such, such that patients can enter the data about themselves, how good or how bad they are at different times points, and the system running in the background is learning about them. And uh, you can imagine that there could be a time when uh, eventually uh, the system won't need to have a patient enter data because the system will recognize that a given time is a time for on or a given time is a time for off in whatever term we're going to be defining it then. So it sounds as if it is the thing to do. Uh, as we have thought about the different angles to that, we are recognizing that uh, uh, it'll, it'll be a, a complex process to get there. But uh, the society has uh, been very supportive of this initial project in terms of the resources that we would need, the infrastructure, the collaboration uh, from other members of, of industry, uh, pharmaceutical industry as well, because of uh, the interest in the next generation of, of diaries and, uh, of course, ultimately uh, device developers. The society would want to also have a stake in the, in the final product, and this might become just like many scales are now, uh, a product uh, as well of the society that would serve to be uh, adapted to the needs of, of many uh, stakeholders, patients, physicians, industry, etc. So there is a lot to uh, be gained from, from this effort, and we're just delighted that uh, this is going on. That's the first project, and there are other things happening, but I don't want to take up uh, the rest of the time on this, on this interview. Well, thank you very much. It was actually uh, a very clear explanation, and uh, it seems like it's a very exciting time for technology in movement disorders or in medicine, probably. So um, basically, the idea is to put the scientific question before the tool, which is uh, obviously how things should be done in the first place, always in science. Do you want to share with us anything else that is happening about technology? Or maybe we should expect something else about technology in other movement disorders and not just Parkinson's or anything else you want to share with our listeners? Yes, absolutely, Michele. The idea of a diary, as you can imagine, an electronic diary slash tracker device would be applicable to virtually all movement disorders. Uh, we are starting with Parkinson's, but very soon we're making the leap to Huntington's disease. And in fact, uh, the project initially has the interest of the uh, members of the Huntington study group too that are part of this as well. In the future, in terms of what we envision ahead is uh, a development of, of a platform that would allow the readouts of what 
is originally proprietary algorithm sharing out data that can be read by the system in a way that you could conceivably integrate various manufacturers' uh, output and uh, make sense. Just like uh, an EEG, if you think of it, there are 20 channels in a standard EEG, but really two are the channels you are interested in. For a given patient, what, which those channels might be might vary. So the idea of a platform where different devices could come in and, and talk to each other, synchronize the data, even though the companies that produce those devices, and of, of course the data that they own would not necessarily be transferred, but the information can be shared, this would have to be an open access platform. And we can envision something along those lines where we don't have to necessarily commit to one company or another. There, any other companies could come and put their data into this platform and allow physicians or patients or whoever the interested party may be to access that data and, and see it within the context of, of a patient's uh, behavior, for instance. It's something that we might want to use to to further enhance how patients are. And in, eventually, you can imagine that with the uh, advances in technology, this could then ultimately turn into therapeutic systems, right? Therapy systems, especially now we are uh, working on, on infusion systems, for instance. It'd be interesting if they can be informed by the data that's generated and processed from these technologies once they are again integrated into a platform that can, can read them and make sense of. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for joining us and for sharing with us and with our listeners all this uh, very exciting news. Thank you. Thank you, Michele. It's been a pleasure being with you.